0: The Student Support Services students surpass that rate each year and go on to become doctors, dentists, accountants, and engineers. They work at Google, Apple, and the NCAA. They have earned PhDs at Ivy League colleges. These students go well beyond the bell tower to reach this level of success.
1: This is Trio Media Assistant Star Gibbons here with John Miller.
2: Robinson Miller, the four. Yes, John
1: Robinson Miller, the four. All the names. (laughs) Yeah. John, you just want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Sure. Yeah. Um, I am John Robinson Miller IV. I am currently the program coordinator at the African Cultural Center here at NC State. Um, I'm also a double alum of NC State, so I did my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in arts entrepreneurship, and I did my master's in higher education administration, both here.
1: I feel like everyone in the Cultural Center like knows your spirit. Even people outside <laughs> the, the Cultural Center know your spirit. Everybody knows you, but can you tell us a little bit more about like some of your personal values?
2: Absolutely. Just uh, questions out of the gate. All right. Um, I think my first and probably most true personal value is authenticity. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a firm believer that I've dedicated my life to the development of humans. And if I can't be in my humanity, if I can't live and present my own humanity, then how am I going to expect others to grow into theirs? Um, I'm truthful. Um, And, like, whatever that means, like, I think that there's capital T truth and and there's little t truth. So, really, the balance of, like, what both of those things mean for my life and how I navigate, you know, systemic oppression
1: in those ways. Right. We're going to get there.
2: We're going (laughs) to get there. Um, Um, Inclusion, you know, always. People got to be, you know, at the table and or if they're not at the table, we got to figure out where they are. So, and you also have to question, like, why the table exists in the first place.
1: Y'all heard it. So, um... I guess to another question, what what did those values look like for you individually? Like, what had what was your NC State experience like? Oh
2: wow! Um, you know where are you from? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Um, I spent most of my time there. I've also lived in Orangeburg, South Carolina, for a while, or um, I spent most of my high school years in Charlotte, North Carolina, which okay. is like that big shift. So, um, I think that that informs a lot about who I am okay. and where I come from. I think. Charleston is a great place, 843, like, shout out. (laughs) Um, And, like, Orangeburg, Ellery, Santee are also really good places. Um, I think there's a particular racial dynamic there. There's a particular way that people are included Mm -hmm. um, and excluded. And it wasn't until I went to Charlotte and I went to Olympic High School, so for all my, you know, Southwest Charlotters (laughs) there. Um that I really got to understand that the world is much bigger and like like there are so many different kinds of people and people bring so many different things into the world and I think... I, I was in a place that had super limited categories and I was able to like grow more and even like even, even in blackness I got to see more of a yeah. diversity of blackness and look and and got to meet more international blackness. Um so yeah, like I like about, that's like how I came to state. Okay. Like I was like <laughs> I was ready. Like I was like, Okay, bet, we're gonna we're gonna see all these new people and then I got here. Um and had mixed feelings I I was fortunate enough to go through symposium I was fortunate enough to have mentors and people that were able to help guide me through Mm -hmm. and not just like black folks but people who were like really had like my best interests and I was super I was super involved in the arts and I was in dance companies here and I was also worked for the presenting arts company so shout out to center stage which is now is state live and then I did all the things I did the Greek right. life I did all the leadership things right. and I then and then like the cultural center of course like right. you can't like I'm a I'm a, I'm a I'm a child of Mama Thorpe we're all children of Mama Thorpe whether yeah. you know it or not Um. so what up sis what up bro <laughs> what up gender neutrals people yeah. um or my siblings um and that I think that that informs like just the way that I moved through campus and what is it to put humanity first and what is it to do my research and to name the things that are plaguing us yeah. but then to also yeah. like show fierce compassion and love because without that like yeah. what do we have?
1: <laughs> yeah, That's something like I guess I've moved, I've moved around a lot too like before high school and I can definitely say I've, I'm fairly new to North Carolina so even just you talking about like Charlotte and just kind of like a different world and seeing. My like, the diversity within blackness, I've definitely felt that since I've been in North Carolina. It's completely (laughs) different. Um, And then, I guess, another thing that, like, you just said that kind of, like, made me think, too, like, as a political science major, people think that, like, I'm all about, like, campaigns, voting, (laughs) you know, but like you said, um, it's kind of like putting a name with the stuff that you've experienced or that you've witnessed and kind of identifying it and working it out and seeing Mm -hmm. where it's going wrong and how it's supposed (laughs) to be um, all those kinds of things so I, I definitely feel that and could you just kind of tell us a little bit more about, like, your position now with the African-American Cultural Center? Like, what is that like for you? What is it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How is it? All of that. Yeah.
2: Um, so I'm the program coordinator. It's interesting to know that I'm—the center has been open for about 27 years. and.
1: What I'm, is the African-American Cultural oh, Center? Oh, yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> the, the African-American Cultural Center— um, is I, I could get rid of the 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 formal definition but i would do something that i think it is home like it is a, yeah. it is a place to It is a place to get support it is a place to love yourself it is a place to grow into loving yourself it is a place to challenge your conceptions on what blackness is whether you are black or non-black like it is your center um it is a place for y'all parents to call and say what's (laughs) happening like it is it is is a place for you to say like i'm struggling where can i get connected to resources this place to come to programs it's 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 anything that I mean, I, there's a formal like structure in what we do, but we end up being a resource for whoever needs it and/ or yeah. connecting point to the rest of the <clears throat> university.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, I just had a conversation with Aaliyah um, the other night. We were in here till about 10 o'clock, in mm-hmm. here talking, and we were like, well, neither one of us went to symposium. Like, yeah, we go to, like, MSA, you know, every once in a while, but this space definitely feels like home. And talking to people that don't come in here, that often, like, yeah, when you walk in there, you can feel the warmth. So, it's it's definitely a unique place. So, mm-hmm. if you haven't been or came to the African American Cultural Center, you definitely should. Absolutely.
2: Come see us. Yes. also. also- want to shout out our other sister centers. Are there? Yeah. Um, so the Multicultural Center Affairs or, or MSA, the, the GLBT Center and the Women's Center that are over in Tally. Um I, We also, we do lots of similar work and I think we all have yeah. energies to yeah. be able to, like, yeah. welcome you.
1: Yeah. But they're different energies. So different energies. Yeah, them yeah, too, yeah. So, I mean, they definitely, they whatever definitely connect, you need. Yeah.
2: <laughs> whatever need for wherever you are.
1: Um, and I guess another thing, too, what like, outside of like program coordinator as a mentor <laughs> as a mentor to um, student organizations like sac how how do you fill up that space yeah
0: um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm the I'm, I'm, I'm formerly the advisor of sac okay. um, we also have the residential org program that is about providing almost like a secondary advising like a place where um, I think the the idea is that we're can strengthening not only like the excellence of the work but the excellence of the organization so we you know all organizations need work and like we don't always yeah. get the support that um, you need through like the a cultural competency lens um, right. and, and, and additional resource to student involvement that are doing great work um, but also right. like we have a history the cultural center has a history of hosting black student organizations in the space Right. Um, so there's about six of those so yeah. shout out to y'all too yeah,
1: I would have never came to the cultural center if I hadn't join SAC you know what I mean so like you said we're hosted in here so I have to be in here but then I realized I want to be in here you know
2: what I mean yeah like like, like, oh like yeah yeah. it's it's, it's a little gateway yeah Um, so what's it like it is interesting it is it is I am I think I'm energized by it Um, I think this work, when you deal every day with anti-blackness and then the concept of anti-blackness and engaging and advocating against anti-blackness, and, you know, just sort of systematic general oppression. Like, it's it's really hard to yeah. sometimes, like, want to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Um, but then I find so much peace and so much energy coming from students. Um, and whether that's I'm formally advising or I'm formally mentoring or I'm informally mentoring. Like, I think right. you all pour into me more than you realize. Um, so, but it's an interesting experience. It's interesting being in a place where I have to kind of balance this neutrality and being able to like provide all support to everybody, which I do, right. and I'm and I'm more than open to, um, and have a special affinity for Black students because that's not only my role but it's my passion in life.
1: Right stories or experiences Mm -hmm. when you have like a student leader like (laughs) Kyla or any student leader come to you and say Mm -hmm. this is what I'm trying to do can you help me Mm -hmm. what what how does like (laughs) what do you do (laughs) how do you feel because I mean yeah
2: yeah yeah (laughs) um we're here yeah it I think it depends on what you're trying to do I think my 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 first priority is to one make sure you're okay Right, like we protecting our humanities is right. it should be our first priority. Like we out here surviving, I need y'all to thrive because the more y'all yeah. thrive, the more that I can better advocate for you all, and the more that we can actually see and see the need for more supportive communities. I think the second is like really asking the questions about like w- what is happening like what right. it, what is happening through your perception what, what if I pushed a little bit here what if I provided another context like how does your perception of what happens like how do you know what is to be true and that honestly means pushing you to do a bit more yes. research yeah. like what is what, what is the situation like yeah. really look like um, what like who didn't talk to who who talked to who like yeah,
1: or maybe just to give should a,
2: you talk <laughs> to this person
1: <laughs> maybe just just to give an example too like it's one thing to say like this is something like I kind of like seeing like secondhand. It's one thing to say like, oh, I don't feel like I'm being represented on this campus, or oh, I don't feel like my community is where mm-hmm. it should be. But then it's another thing to to sit and say, okay, well, what do the people around me feel like? What mm-hmm. are they thinking? And then let me go look at the numbers. You know, yeah, what I mean? like
2: let's. <laughs> and outside of the numbers, like, do you like are you do you know where these places are? Right. Because, like, we're one place, but also, like, SAC represents all y'all, and, like, SAC, and, like, and so for me, in being, like, so when a student comes in, it's like, like, I don't, like, I have a problem or I have an issue, or I need to talk to somebody, I'm like, bet, like, you can talk to me, like, let's try to figure it out, but also, if this is, like... You also need like peer support. So yeah. I'm directing you to like SAC. I'm directing you to ASAC. I'm directing to all the lines of communication that actually like have a voice with administration. So it, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how to do a better job at like making these things formal. Like how do you let people know that like communities exist and we like we stand on the shoulders of people who did this right like years and years and right. years and years ago and are still here. Um, yeah. Like and I, I think that's also about finding place and home is being yeah. like like yeah like we're here for we're here for when you need to fall out on the, on the floor and cry which happens mm-hmm. i have plenty of tissue boxes on boxes um, and we're here to like help you celebrate and and realize the, the the what is black joy but we're also here to help you through the struggle okay. yeah and if you if you don't if you don't kind of cherish that resistance and the struggle then i think it's really hard to realize that it's worth it
1: yeah <laughs> that's a lot we're just gonna take a second. Yeah, end. just,
2: just <laughs> gonna take a collective breath.
1: <sighs> okay. <laughs> so what do you like what do you tell students or anybody or how do you mentally as an individual work through when there is dissatisfaction with the resources that exist mm-hmm. so like i my my trio advisor um we're we're building a relationship we're super close mm-hmm. she she says she you know she gets it she understands what <laughs> i'm going through that kind of thing and like she is more aware than some people might be mm-hmm. and she say well she she knows she acknowledges well I'm still gonna fall short mm-hmm. I'm still not going to be able to understand everything everything or if I'm saying oh I come in here and I'm telling my peers like I just had this experience with racial profiling I just witnessed racial profiling what should I do who should I report it to Mm -hmm. then I go to look up the complaint thing and I'm Mm -hmm. like this isn't gonna help me you know what I mean so what do you do when there is dissatisfaction with the resources that exist or with you know because one person can't do it all yeah or one resource can't do it all Burt can't do it all (laughs) Uh, oh yeah whatever that is they can't do it all so what what do we do?
2: I, that, I think that's the. I, I feel like if I had that question, like I'll be make. I would be making money. I would have written my books. Yeah. And. Uh,
1: but on an everyday basis, so uh, it's frustrating. But how do you how do you mitigate that frustration?
2: Um, uh, this is gonna sound super. I think like affirmation and education. Mm. I think is I think is one thing. It's one thing to look at a process or to not know a process and come into the awareness of it and say, like, that's not going to be enough. Right. And it's one thing to understand how that process works and, like, how you would be supported and what be supported. And, like, e- there are many different processes. So, like, you can you can report what you need to report and you can also go to SAC and you can also go to student government and you can also um, schedule a meeting with, like, right. any various administrators who, like, actually want to have a conversation with you. Um, I think that I think it's I, I I don't know how much of the work I do that's outside of like r- reminding, of, reminding us that there is hope and there is humanity um, and that you were brilliant and valid yeah, and, and like, for y'all to know like I, I I don't think I said that like you were brilliant you were valid and like if nobody says if nobody has said it here or if you hear this every day like I love you like, I do this work because I love you. Like, the proverb, like, I am because you are, you are for as I am. Like, I take that to heart. Right. Um, and I th- that's my approach. Like, I, and again, that does not solve systematic inequality, but it does empower you to realize that you can change it and that you can right. impact it. And that your problem is not the only problem. And there's right. many people with the same problems that y'all can connect with each other. Right.
1: Um, you just brought up something that made me think too, like, um, kind of like not excluding yourself to one resource. So, like, like, you're talking about go mm-hmm. here, go there, tell this person, tell that person, tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think that like just raising awareness in that way and connecting everything that you have at hand is a good kind of like technique to go off instead of thinking like if you tell one person and it's just gonna dead the issue? You know what
2: I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. I think you have as many contact points as you need. I think you don't be selfish with your contact points. Like, I get some. Some sometimes we fall into the trap of like, all right, I found my space, so like the the rest of y'all, like, find yours. I I I think that awareness, and I think the the that is like step one. I think like you can't if you're if you're just like if you continue to like pouring out about an issue like. You're not gonna get far. Like, like right. you, you're just gonna keep grounding yourself down until like either you leave, which is very real, right? Or you remove yourself in some way, or you like really just hate your time here. And I think this or is disconnect. a or disconnect or just yeah. disconnect. Like, I think this is a particular time again for you to thrive, but also for you to thrive unapologetically. Like, what in like that's up to us as administrators for you all to like what 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 is in your way of y'all thriving. Mm-hmm. Like I think y'all can ask for more than just survival. And how do how do we a little how do we future? How do we how do we imagine a world in which we're not striving to be to survive that we're striving to thrive? And what does that change for what you need and for what you ask for?
1: That's really really powerful. That's really powerful. Even just like I mean, taking it away from like, um, if we're talking about like injustice and inequalities, just as a human being, like if you come from a marginalized that mm. back group background, <laughs> or if you are like, for me, being first gen, low income, like instead of just thinking like. What do I got to do to get there what, 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 what do I need to stay there you know what I mean so yeah, like I, what it, yeah just like self-confidence or knowing your worth and
2: knowing knowing <laughs> like who you are and whose you are it's like yeah. like what how does how does your world change if you believe that your baseline your pure existence is enough
1: yeah
2: you don't don't have nothing to add you have you have nothing to prove you have nothing like your existence is enough so everything you do is just you know you here like you like you just you here showing out now and that's okay show out pop off take up space that's powerful
1: (laughs) take up space i'm still learning how to do that but
2: Mm -hmm. i'm getting there (laughs) yeah
1: um what about going back to maybe like um like the formal side of forming student organizations Mm -hmm. um what works, what doesn't work, because you know, like, when we have an issue or when people see like something is missing, sometimes the thing is to jump, like, okay, let me go make my own organization, mm-hmm. or either sometimes you have an old organization and it's not functioning how it's supposed to, or someone else doesn't think that it's functioning how it's supposed mm-hmm. to. So, like, what does that mean to 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 hold
2: a student organization, um,
1: to build a student organization?
2: Mm-hmm. From your
1: perspective? From
2: my perspective, yeah. <laughs> I I think there, there, there are additional things, too, about why new student orgs grow. Like, sometimes people break up and, yeah. you know, they want to say me bored. Sometimes um, people don't get the positions that they want, and instead of, you know, yeah. taking it to the chin, yeah. they want to create the new thing. But I think the biggest thing is you end up having a disparate impact on the community. And yeah. I think what it, what it means to have a student organization if you're only doing a student organization for your interest, especially with minoritized communities, I think we have to realize that we all play a role together and we all benefit each other. So whether like any organization that you're a part of that has a minoritized lens, whether it's uh, singing, dancing, whether it's kind of formal advocacy, whether it's Mm -hmm. black chess, like I think the, the root cause, the root reason that these things need to exist is racism. So if we don't understand, like, the common agenda of our orientation to racism, then we can easily fall into, like, I can do what I can, like, I, I only do it for the people that I do it for, instead of, like, right. actually, this impacts everybody. Right. And until, like, organizations realize the importance of talking to each other and, like, formalizing that, because I think, and you're also still, like, learning. Like, everybody's, like fresh in here and just yeah. trying to figure out how these how these systems work and i think that's daunting in itself right. um and we as elders we as alum aren't doing a good job at passing stuff down so i think like the biggest thing is like passing stuff down like why did these things happen what happened like how did it happen like how to transition properly like yeah. how many times do you just kind of inherit positions and have with issues and you're like wait what yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think we, we as advisors need to do a better job, too, because we're not talking to each other. We're not, like... We, I, I, I think that our roles in the environment, especially if, if you're from a minoritized, especially if you're black or a person of color or, or queer or religious, like, I think, like, th- there's a particular environment for us, too. And I think that it's, it's important for us to prioritize that this is the work that we're doing but it's also important for us to prioritize self-care right. and saying like sometimes I need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I can't go. Your, your yeah. meeting's at 8 o'clock? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well uh, FaceTime me in, Skype me, send me an email. Afterwards, let's have one-on-one during the day um, but it's really hard and I, I know I just kind of shifted from like no, but, it's I, okay. but I think it's important like as I'll Say from a black staff member, also from a queer staff member, that I am too. Like, (laughs) it's hard. Like, I like, I I don't know if we have the support systems to be able to like do the things. I'm I'm glad that my role and my job is to support these student organizations because I think I can now prioritize in a way to say like. All right, so let's talk about what it means for, like, to, for y'all to do the work, but for y'all to do the work together, even though you're approaching the problem from different means, but you're doing it, like, you you, you know you're doing it together, right? Right. Like, um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing that I see is everybody's kind of trying to keep their head down, trying to stay in their own lane, but we're, we're in it together.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, I, like, I mean, we've kind of already touched on it, you just mentioned self-care. Like, um... It's there's a burnout. It's, mm-hmm. It does get exhausting. So being able to say like, like you said, no, I think I need to go home, mm-hmm. or no, <laughs> I can't take this on right now. <laughs> um, I like I told Carla that the I had to tell my president of my student org. I had to tell her to do it again in the semester. I just had like a, a mental breakdown. I'm talking mm-hmm. counseling and everything. I'm like Carla, I don't know if I'm gonna be there. I'ma try, mm-hmm. but you know, like I don't know. So, and that's that's fair because we're all human. So. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. shout out, get yourself a good <laughs> therapist. Yes. If you like access is a thing, if you have the means to, go ahead and prioritize. And I think if you, if you only seek therapy while you, while you're at a low, then like yeah. I don't I don't know what to tell you like I like I think it's important to also like remain in doing that kind of self work that therapy brings while you're also okay so then, I, I I've noticed I I have less lows because while I'm while I'm at my mids or my highs, like I've built in the mechanisms to not get to my lows, right. and when I do, I know how to you know pull it out, and do I know how to schedule my good appointment. Yeah, because she's amazing. Yeah.
1: Mental health is serious, y'all, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to engage in 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 this kind of work.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially like you can't you can't pour from an empty cup, but you can't you can't pour from a cup that has holes in it. Like yeah. you you can't you can't pour like you got to make sure that your cup can hold what you need it to hold. Because if it can't, then like getting your nails done ain't gonna work. Like yeah, yeah. that's fair.
1: How do we create systemic change? Um, and again, I feel like this uh, is one. Of those questions yeah. like, If you had the answer, if you had the answer, then, then you know. Ooh, here.
2: I don't know. But I don't what know are, you, what, what are you working with right
1: now? What do you think right now?
2: Um, I think we. We create systemic change by identifying what needs to change, identifying what the core issue is. Because I think, honestly, naming it will bring so much to light. And once you name it, I think you realize how interconnected these issues are. Um,
1: That's kind of like what you mentioned earlier, too. Yeah. Once
2: you... Like you you
1: said, what you said,
2: (laughs) this is what Once you name it, you're like, I see what this is. Um, I think name it and then... I think for many people, uh, being able to like understand how they show up and where they need to be, I think we have a very false belief or a conception of like what is activism, what is fighting against social okay. change, and you don't always have to be on the front lines. Like somebody got to make the sandwiches. Yeah. Um, somebody, somebody has to do the research. Somebody has to. <coughs> Um, stay home and make sure everybody's okay somebody has to know the process like we I think understanding like where you are and dealing with that guilt and shame of like you you may be in a place that you can't do what you want to do. You can't be rah-rah. You can't pop off. Um, but, like, what can you do? And sometimes, in this life is still, it's hard in itself. Yeah. Like, you can be about social change, but sometimes you have a physics test. Yeah. And, like, what is it to, like, prioritize yourself? And what is it to, like, understand that you have to have some kind of, in this community care, too. You have to hold each other accountable for the things that we need to be doing, but also, and that includes our health. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, naming it, identifying it, and and understand, like, what has happened in the past. I I think we kind of move forward really quickly, and I think that there's a place to move forward really quickly. But I also think that there's a place and space to understand what has happened in the past and to understand that. These things are cycles, or these things are these things are the same issue, but they're just being so fluid because, like, oppression is, or sy- systemic isms are fluid. They they change their rules based on like. Ooh, ooh, ooh where we are in time what is what is happening um so if if we can learn that like this is how this was approached in the past then we can learn from the mistakes and we can also like use those rules um and use like what happened then to like inform what we need to do now because we're we're recreating the wheel in a lot of spaces yeah especially because we stand on the shoulders of people like who did this work
1: yeah even outside of um Racial injustice and racial mm-hmm. inequalities. I'm just thinking about like, um, <clears throat> I had to tell. I had I went to a red and white night with the donors for mm-hmm. this campaign, and even a lady told me she was like she's like yeah I went to college and it you know it was hard for me, but understanding too that like like she was able to explain what happened to her and she knows that like it's it's different for me now as a college mm-hmm. student than it was for her way back when mm-hmm. but at the same time it's still it's still an mm-hmm. issue it's the same issue it might look a little bit different and we might think that like this is a new thing but like I said
2: i recently went to um the the black alum gala which was amazing but i i think like like i still need motivation like i yeah. still need those lessons like and i yeah. i i can't do my job if i don't know those things and like having again people who've done this pour into me And from one as a previous student, but one as an administrator, like other administrators that say, like, this is the this is this is how we can get off track sometimes. And this is also what we need to be doing at a baseline. So, like, how can you and this is hard and you're probably burning right now. So let me reaffirm you. Let me let me show you some love and like for me to recharge and for me to get back out here.
1: (laughs) Or even as a student, too, sometimes it. It doesn't, it feels kind of, not intimidating, but kind of discouraging when you do see someone who's successful, but you know that they've done what you've mm-hmm. done, but you see them, they're successful, and mm-hmm. they look like they're happy, and they got it all together, but if they don't take the time to tell you how they got there,
2: then... Because we're all humans, it. and especially as minorities, folks, like, we kind of have to have this burden of, like, we, we're we successful, but we have to make it look effortless. Yeah. And I, I think that's another, that's another probably thing of mine and my authenticity that, like... I'm as transparent as I can be but also like it's important for y'all to see me struggle. Yeah. Like like it's important for y'all to, to hear me wrestle with the concepts that I'm wrestling with in context when appropriate right. because like it's really easy to think that somebody who is like older or in a position with you has it together. Yeah. And none of us do. Like I think that's that's the secret <laughs> of like this whole death thing thing is like we, we, get it the, we have it together the best way that we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there's sometimes that we don't. And that's okay.
1: You said the other day, I heard you say, you can't fight systemic issues with interpersonal ones. Ooh, yes. Let's just unpack that just a little bit. You (laughs) might have already got into it, but just to Mm -hmm. revisit or kind of explain what that means.
2: Yeah. um, I think we are... um, I think it's important to note that, like, microaggressions hold weight and there, like microaggressions are actually three different categories a micro-usso a micro-insult and a micro-invalidation and those things hold weight and I think that there are con, there's a conflict when one person says something to another person
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then there's a conflict when the system allows one person to say something to another person mm-hmm. um, and those things don't have the same weight of consequences depending on who the person is right. so I I see a lot of, and I do this too, a lot of, like, I have my, what happened to the personally, mm-hmm. and I have those feelings, and then I try to fight systems with those feelings. Right. But I actually don't put them in context and actually see, like, how the system allows this to happen. Right. Right. Um, and that means that I'm still validating my interpersonal feelings, but I'm also being like, okay, so how do I zoom out a little bit? How do I take care of myself to put those in context? One, because um, I still need a check. So that's a big thing. Um, and two, like, because I actually want to, I want to come, if I believe that I am because you are and you are, therefore I am, I have to believe I have to try to believe I have to dig deep and try to believe that there is kind of there I know that there is humanity in, in everyone but there is some fundamental the ways that oppression works sorry I keep jumping no, around. The, no you're the, fine the, the, the way that oppression works it actually it tries to put dissonance between us mm-hmm. and we have to kind of dehumanize each other right and we have to believe that your differences make you semi less than right.
1: One of my professors, she, we were talking, we're in it's, in a, it's in an Africana studies class. My professor, she said, um, she was explaining like putting things in the, into context about slavery, and she said, in order for someone to be able to enslave another person, you have to dehumanize
2: them first. Absolutely.
1: In order, or even with like gang members, in order for you to go out and kill somebody, you have to dehumanize them first. Mm-hmm. So that just I don't
2: know go ahead yeah. you, you, you either have to dehumanize another person or you have to have an incredible yeah. inflated sense of self yeah. that you believe that you are somehow above yeah. humanity and that's a whole thing too um, so yeah like I and I so for me when I'm engaging these kind of things I need to figure out how to approach this with love now Love doesn't always mean unicorns. Like you can still throw academic hands like like what is it to what is it to come correct but come in love. Like I'm not here to I'm not here to prove you wrong. I'm okay. not here to like tear you down. I'm just here that like I'm here to say like this I feel that you're participating in. Now, if you're really participating in, that's a whole nother conversation. But I I think it's really about, like, being in a place where when the time is right that I feel like I can educate somebody, then I can. When the time is right that I need to walk away, I need to walk away. But I also know somebody who can and is at the place, and I can tag them in. So, yeah, like, you you can't—I think if you fight interpersonal—if you fight systematic issues with kind of interpersonal perspectives— I think it's really easy for that dehumanization, or for you to be tokenized, or for you to say like that's just your yeah. feelings. Yeah. But you also have to come correct with saying like, and if if you if if literally I can shake this out one hundred ways in every single time this these group of people are being um, disenfranchised, <clears throat> this person was only a, a manifestation of of this system.
1: Yeah, and I think too <laughs> as as a student. Maybe sometimes other students don't realize too, like, that's what we're, for me personally at least, that's what I'm here to do, is I'm here to build my academic Mm -hmm. boxing gloves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You You know? know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's what it's about. But this will be the last thing. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your overall advice to overly ambitious or passionate students on this campus who may come from a marginalized group or who are, excuse me, are a part of a marginalized Mm -hmm. group or or from an underrepresented background? Mm -hmm knowing that you are, you know, you yeah. graduated from NC State yeah, twice. We we're here. We we're here. So, we're you here. Know?
2: so um wow. I think this place and rightfully so cuz I think we're we're in a place that in that values intellectualization and values our intellect. Don't only value your intellect. Value your body, value your emotions like Prioritize them. Value yourself, like value like who you are, and realizing like who you are and who you are in relation to others, because I think that helps you prioritize self love, and I think that helps you prioritize loving others and enjoying the moment and enjoying the good times that are college. (laughs) Um, And it's and like finding that joy in resistance because because we operate in these systems of oppression sometimes just existing and existing in your unapologetic just joyful accepting communal self is like it's just enough and that and realize that like yes you're fighting for yourself because this is an injustice to you but also like this this is this is about more than you and this is, like, keep that in perspective. Like, I, I feel like I just gave, like, four different things. But, yeah, I think, like, realizing who you are and investing that time in who you are, especially because you're going to meet all kind of friends, you're going to run into different mentors, you're going to run into different challenges and tests and study broads and all this stuff that is going to challenge you personally. I think, like, always, always checking in with yourself and understanding, like, where you are. And I think that is going to produce a foundation that's going to allow you to tackle anything that you need to.
0: TRIO Student Support Services Program and Student Support Services STEM are federally funded college retention and completion programs. These programs focus on academic, personal, and career support for under-resourced undergraduate students. At TRIO SSS and SSS STEM, our goal is helping our students reach their goals. We are currently accepting new students to our program. Apply today. Go to www.ncsu.edu to learn more about student support services at NC State.